Welcome to Semio Bites, bite-sized podlog episodes related to theological semiotics. Semio Bites is a podcast co-hosted by Yedbrook and Semio City that answers Semitic questions via semiotic analysis by addressing misunderstandings to build a bridge of shalom between Judaism and Christianity. Each podcast episode will also include two blog posts for follow-up, one at Yedbrook and the other at Semio City. These posts delve deeper into the topic at hand and further express the thoughts of Yoni and Terry. We encourage you to subscribe to both blogs as well as this podcast. Today is our first episode, so we thought we should start by introducing who we are and what this podlock is all about. This is a component of the Track 2 Dissertation Artifact for Jonathan Esterman and Terry Rankin under the Doctor of Ministry, Leadership, Semiotics, and Future Studies program under lead mentor Dr. Leonard Sweet at Portland Seminary. So far, you've only been hearing from me. I'm Jonathan, my online handle is Yoni, but now it's time to pass over the mic to Terry. Terry Rankin is my full name, and I've got way more years behind me than I can explain briefly, so let me just say that I was obviously born in the South, Kentucky to be specific, and re- grew up there and still love that part of the world. Then I spent time in other places around the U.S., from Chicago to Florida to Atlanta and other parts of the world. Served as a Wycliffe missionary for uh, 20 years, worked at IBM for 15 years, worked at Oracle. So my background is really in IT professionally and in missionary work professionally. Um, And lately I'm in the same cohort you are, Yoni, with Lynn Sweet as our lead mentor in semiotics and future studies. Married, have two kids and uh, both grown. The younger of the two daughters has a husband and two kids of her own and a third one on the way. So I'm abundantly blessed and happy to be part of this. Excellent. And I'm so on my end, uh, born in Arizona. I don't really remember any of it as a kid moved to Oregon. And I've been in Oregon all my life, really, in central Oregon and the Portland area. I hold a Master's of Divinity as well as a Bachelor of Science in Religion. Um, within that bachelor's, I focused on biblical studies, counseling, psychology, and a little bit of the life coaching end of it. I applied for this program, this cohort program with Lens Suite, and got accepted. Sometimes I wonder if it was primarily because of the Jewish lens, but nonetheless, still part of it. And in the process of my studies and research, I ended up choosing to leave uh, evangelical Christianity and begin the process of conversion to Orthodox Judaism. That's uh, about there's over a year, and that's about a year and a half ago now. And my dissertation currently focuses on Jewish-Christian relations, as well as the similarities and differences. So, semiotics, that's, um, that's pretty complex, and that's very generic. Usually when somebody asks me what that is, I can either give them the textbook definition, a study of signs, and I'm asking about a stop sign, or I can try to explain something more. How would you put it? What do you consider to be semiotics? Well, it's, it's a difficult concept, so I try to avoid using the word in ordinary conversation because it tends to be an eye glazer. But really, at a philosophical level, I don't think I've ever, and I have a degree in philosophy, so um, I have a master's in philosophy and a bachelor's in uh, double major in philosophy and mathematics. And I've been interested in philosophy as far back as I can remember, literally into my single-digit years. But anyway, from a philosophical perspective, as a theory of signs, the notion of a sign at that level is anything that can stand for anything else. So stop signs, anything in in any language is a sign, any word, any sentence, any story. 
They're all full of signs. Everything that comes through your senses is a sign that you process into your consciousness and awareness. Every thought that you have is a sign in your mind that stands for something. So the bottom line is that philosophically, the very concept of a sign is one of those fundamental elements of reality. Uh, now that sounds, I realize, very arcane and obtuse or abstruse, but that's pretty much what it is. And so it provides a framework for understanding pretty much anything in human cognition and beyond. Now that does sound pretty philosophical there. Uh, well, sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, I think this past week I was trying, I was talking with somebody about it and they're really confused. And even when I tried to explain looking for signs in our culture and all that, it just didn't make sense until I point out one thing. I said, you know what? We recite the Shema, Deuteronomy 6.4. We recite that several times a day, every day, right? Yeah, God, we do that. Okay. Well, what does it mean when it says, let it be a sign upon your arms? And then they stopped and then they got it. Yep. Yeah, it's a good example. I, what I try to do when I see the eyes starting to glaze over, I say, tell you what, if you've got any sense of what I'm saying about what a sign is, try to give an example of something that is not a sign. And then that kind of turns the tables and whatever they come up with, you've got a way to say, oh, no, that's a sign. Don't you see? You gave me a word, and the word you gave me stands for something you had in your mind, like the pork chop you had for lunch or whatever. You see what I'm saying? Hmm. Okay. And so yeah. because yes, I'm unable to, ma I'm unable to make that list. I'm, I've still got number one with nothing beside it on the list of things that aren't or can't be assigned. That I that definitely makes sense. I mean, on the Jewish end of things, I mean, we have the we have the secular part, which is the study of signs and how you use it. I remember taking a writing class where we had to analyze Disneyland and interpret the semiotics of everything they did there. But on the Jewish end, and I know Lenz touched on this before, the whole Pardes concept, uh, it's very Kabbalistic. And within Kabbalah, which is, that word can mean a lot of things, but on my end, when I'm using the word, I'm not referring to the Kabbalah Center or any Hollywood trends. I'm referring to the received tradition or the mysticism behind Judaism. So kind of like how Christianity has a relationship with God, Judaism expresses that relationship, but they call it Kabbalah. So when I say Kabbalah, that's what I mean. So Kabbalistically, every word of Torah has four views to it. You can start with the very simple and then go to the hidden secrets within it. And I think that's how it applies mostly within the Jewish context for semiotics. I, I can see that I can see that for sure. Uh, I mean, both the Old and the New Testaments are full of references to signs. Um, but I, I'm a little hesitant to go there initially because the notion of signs and wonders carries such a mystical or fantastical kind of connotation to it that it can be so easily misconstrued and becomes too narrow a category when you think of it in just those terms. Because when I wave goodbye, sense. you know, that's a sign to somebody. When I blink yeah. or wink, that's an eye or, or a sign to somebody. So I, I, I try to get the ubiquity of it across before I narrow in on different domains of it, like languages versus images versus causality and all that. Yeah, no, I get that. It's so like this first episode here. It's our official intro episode to Semiobites. We're simply saying... This is what semiotics is, the very basic bare bones of it. We'll talk more about it later, more or less. Is that what I'm getting? That's what I'm up for. 
Okay. And I definitely, I think Kabbalah is its own field altogether. And we'll have to have episodes that just on that part is so complex. But I think that's what's beautiful about the concept of semiotics is even in the simplest thing, there's an infinite complexity to it, which, yeah, you can make some eyes roll with that. Or you can have some people just stare off into an abyss. But I love how complex the world is. And that makes me realize that I'm not the master of the universe. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> All right, so for this first episode, is there anything else you wanted to share? Hello? You there? I lost you there. You you faded out. For this first episode, um, I think you said, is there anything else I wanted to add? Yes, the marvels of modern technology. <laughs> Isn't it sweet? Uh, not yeah. really, just that uh, this sounds like and feels like it's going to be a great load of fun. I just hope that we can make it enjoyable for anyone who gets involved. Yes, definitely. And for those who don't find it enjoyable, we would love to get some feedback and some ideas to talk about. I mean, maybe even bring you on as a guest speaker and ask questions because if it's not enjoyable for you, we can definitely try to help, but there's only so much we can do. This is true. All right. So I'll talk to you next time, Terry. Same here, Yoni. Want a question answered or topic discussed? Send us your ideas by emailing us at semiobytes at gmail.com. Music provided in this episode by bensound.com.